Welcome to the Designer Up Podcast, helping you level up your product design skills. I'm your host and instructor, Elizabeth Alley, and this is episode three, Master Story, Master UX. I am back today after a long hiatus on the Designer Up Podcast, recording under the tungsten skies of San Francisco. Yes, we have been experiencing the most apocalyptic wildfires, and I woke up this morning thinking that I teleported to Mars. It made me think of all of the great sci-fi movies and books that I've read and loved over the years, and so I thought I'd kick off this podcast talking about story and how it relates to us as product, UI, and UX designers. Story pervades our lives. I would even venture to say it runs our lives. From the narratives we tell ourselves and the beliefs we have to the movies we watch and the books we read. Instagram calls them stories. Every string of sales emails we get tells a story. Every commercial we see on TV, each person we meet, they all have a story to tell. But why do stories have such an impact on us? And how does this relate to the personas and the user stories we create in our UX design process? Carl Jung, the famed Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, first applied the term archetype to literature and storytelling. Archetypes, according to Jung, are images and thoughts which have universal meanings and patterns, regardless of culture or historical period, often showing up in dreams, literature, art, or religion. He recognized that there were universal patterns in all stories, and hypothesized that part of the human mind contained a collective unconscious, shared by all members of the human race, a sort of shared primal memory. Jung identified a large number of archetypes, but paid special attention to four, one of which, as a UX designer, you might be familiar with, and that's called the persona. In Jungian theory, the persona is the mask, or the outward face we present to the world. Joseph Campbell took Jung's ideas and applied them to world mythologies. In A Hero with a Thousand Faces, among other works, he refined the concept of the hero and the hero's journey. George Lucas used Campbell's writings to formulate the Star Wars saga. Recognizing archetypal patterns in literature brings patterns we all unconsciously respond to in similar ways to a conscious level. Stories transcend language. They help us understand one another, cultivate empathy for one another, and become more aware of the broader influences in our lives. As much as most of us like to think we're in complete control of our behaviors, our reactions, and our destiny, the stories in and around us are always consciously or subconsciously influencing and priming us. So how does story relate to the UX design process? Well, how we craft and interpret these stories is at the heart of user experience design. On the one hand, we have the data we collect, the quantitative and qualitative inputs. On the other hand, we have the way in which we synthesize this data into meaningful output that communicates narrative or story to help reveal insights and actionable steps towards understanding our users and improving their experience. If we think of UX like filmmaking or book writing, we can draw some strong parallels to help us see the power of story in our process. Story structure. Every story contains the following elements. Setting, character, plot, conflict, theme, point of view, tone, style, and mood. Persona. The story's hero, the main character, or the protagonist. Art imitates life, they say, and writers often pull from real life in their stories. 
They may write a character based on the personality traits of someone they know, people they observe, or a mix of a multitude of people they've encountered throughout their lives. They take their quirks, anxieties, behaviors, hopes, dreams, and motivations, and distill their essence into a fictional character. Through this process, we start to understand, identify with, and feel empathy for the character. Sound familiar? This is exactly what user researchers aim to do when they gather user feedback and create an empathy map and a persona for their users, or their characters. Just as in Jungian theory, we use personas to create a mask for our user. It's not our actual user, but the essence of our user distilled down from our qualitative and quantitative research. You can always sense when a character is unrealistic. When we see a movie where an actor is being inauthentic, we may not be able to put our finger on it, but we sense something is off. We just know that we can't imagine ourselves or any actual person we know behaving in that manner. This is what happens when we make too many assumptions about our users and don't back it up by real quality data. This is one way to lose credibility with our audience and be misled by the personas we create. Good storytelling is what makes the character or the user relatable. It's what makes us think, I know what that feels like, or I can imagine what they're going through. This is precisely the definition of empathy. And it's story that taps into that feeling space within us and connects our experience to that of another. Now, if a writer is really good, they may be able to help us develop empathy for this character, even though we may not relate to them or even like them. But that all depends on the journey and the transformation they go through. The conflict, or the problem statement. Every story has a conflict. A problem or obstacle that the user must overcome. As a UX designer, it's our job to define this problem, this conflict. Finding out what this is requires us to go deeper than just surface level. Sometimes, the problem may appear to be a simple functional task. Perhaps the user wants to make a to-do list. But most times, there are also other dimensions to the problem. And as presented in jobs-to-be-done theory, those problems can be psychological, personal, social, or emotional. Perhaps your user is a habitual procrastinator because of self-worth issues. In that case, you may have an opportunity to create a to-do list solution that also encourages your users with affirmations or rewards. But if your user is a very high-strung type A and looking to optimize workflow and efficiency, that feature would probably not appeal to them and feel like a waste of time. Story arc, or user transformation. A user journey is like the story arc in a film. It's the overall transformation that happens or doesn't happen to our character. Is our character a miserable, crotchety old man whose heart turns soft through his interactions with cute furry animals that invade his yard? What changes someone from this to that? What sequence of events result in the growth and development of a character? How can we solve the user's problem and transform them into happy customers. To figure out how to transform our users, we have to first understand their persona, their journey, their problem, and what opportunities for change our solution can provide. The plot, or the user journey. Plot is defined as the events that make up the story, particularly as they relate to one another through cause and effect. Here's an example of UX done without a story. A new mom needs support. 
From our data and analysis, our research shows that thousands of people download new parenting apps. So why don't we make one? From our usability analysis, it shows that new moms download our parenting app, but never return after opening it for the first two or three times. We're not sure why. The user journey of a persona without storytelling looks like this. Jane is a new mom. Her baby starts crying. She leaves what she's doing to tend to her baby. Jane has already changed and fed her and is not sure why she's crying. Jane searches on the internet for answers. Jane finds a new mom app that looks useful and decides to download it. Sounds reasonable. Sounds like some good data and insights that reached a logical conclusion. But here's an example of that same scenario with a story included. New moms need specific support at specific times. Data analysis. Our research shows thousands of people download new parenting apps. Let's get familiar with our users and their journey. The user journey of our persona with storytelling looks like this. Jane is a new mom that is busy feeding and holding her fussy baby that refuses to sleep through the night. Jane doesn't know why her baby cries so much, and she searches for self-help books and apps to give her more insight and tips. Jane finds a mobile app that looks like the perfect solution, so she downloads and opens it. There's a lot of content, tips, and articles to read, but between holding her baby all the time, washing bottles, and feeding, she never has a hand free. Insight. Maybe it's not that our mom needs a new parenting app, but that she needs a hands-free way to access content and tips and articles. Opportunity? Our mom needs an audiobook, not a mobile app. You see, the more details we use in our user journey maps, the more we start to really understand the problem space of our user, the triggers, the actions, behaviors, anxieties, and hopes of our users. Without a story, we think and gain knowledge. But with story, we feel and gain insight, and cultivate empathy. There are always layers to a story that may or may not be revealed over time. Gauging from our competitive research and the number of users, the app we created for our moms, without diving into story, seems to solve the problem and tick all the right boxes. It appears to be an app worth developing that will sell well. But if you dig deeper into the specific story of our users, you start to see that there's another level of why our product isn't being adopted. We can use this information to create more detailed scenarios, obstacles, or user scenarios. Jane's baby starts crying. Jane feels anxious and worried. The baby has already been fed and changed. Jane feels confused. Jane leaves what she's doing to tend to her baby. Jane is definitely stretched thin, is tired, has no time for herself and a lot on her plate. She hopes she can find an answer or a solution to alleviate her problem. Jane isn't sure what is causing her baby to cry. She's triggered to seek solutions, etc. This is why qualitative research and storytelling is such an important part of UX. It helps us get out of our own way and see things clearly without judgment and really start to feel what it's like to be in our persona's shoes, and to understand the overarching influences in our users' lives. There are levels to all of our behaviors and actions. As users, we don't engage with Instagram only because we want to post a beautifully composed shot. On another level, we all crave acceptance, 
love, and belonging. And Instagram is a means to achieve that, albeit perhaps only for a fleeting moment. But Instagram can also be a place that can encourage body shaming, bullying, and superficiality. This is why, as UX and product designers, we must not only take into consideration our users' intentions, but ours as well, in order to guard against archetypes becoming stereotypes, assumptions masquerading as data, and usability falling prey to dark patterns. Be mindful of the layers of both your own and your users' behaviors and needs, and never take them at face value. The final step in our story arc is a resolution, or solution to the problem. This is what we aim to develop and provide to our users. Story elements as UI elements. Once you've figured out the solution and the features your users need, it's time to distill that into a solution, into a product. Each story, like each product, must also have a theme. This is our product's brand and its visual identity and reputation. Is it a romantic comedy? A science fiction movie? A horror? In film, it's commonly the moral or message the filmmaker is trying to express. For our product, this represents our mission, our values, and our promise to the user. In terms of UI, we can again draw many parallels to story. Point of view. Who are we speaking to? Who is our market, our user, our persona? Are we addressing them in third person, first person, etc.? Tone. We create point of view statements during our research to determine how we are speaking to our users. This becomes our copy and the voice we use to talk to our users. Are we humorous? educational and academic? Do we speak casually or with authority? Style. Style is the individual designer's unique perspective, and it is evidenced in their choice of layout, composition, visual hierarchy, alignment, and visual rhythm. Mood. Color choices, typographic choices, imagery. Mood is all about the visual symbolism and the emotions they evoke within the user. The story arc, or user experience. Our story arc has a beginning, a middle, and a climax before concluding. From the perspective of our product, we need to choreograph the experience in such a way that takes our user on a transformative user journey and results in what we promised would ease their conflict. We are like the hand of fate and situations and circumstances that stimulate change in the user. Make no mistake. The entire process of designing the user experience is literally lifted from the literary. It's part of the oldest human tradition known to man. It is storytelling. That's what great UX and UI designers really do. They tell great stories. The best designers are the ones that first become great observers and listeners, and then learn the hard skills to distill their stories into digital products that transform the character slash the user in a shared journey, hopefully in ways that help us connect and empathize with each other. If you want to learn how to create personas, user stories, user journeys, and tell better stories, come check out our product design master course at designerup.co. Thank you all for listening. Stay mindful, stay safe, and I'll talk to you in the next one.